This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hi, and welcome to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. My name is Bill Moore. I am a food truck business trainer, author of Food Truck 101, Beginner to Winner, and the forthcoming book, Food Truck 201. This podcast is all about helping you start and grow your food truck business. Today, I'm going to talk about common excuses. Excuses are a dime a dozen. One person's challenge to overcome is another person's reason to quit. I have talked a lot about food vendors over the years and about why they or other people quit. While the details will be slightly different, they always fell into a few main categories. So I'm going to list the top five reasons I've heard over the years of why people quit out of frustration and how you can avoid quitting in general. Out of all the people I've talked to, about 26% admitted they didn't like or even understand all the rules and regulations they have to deal with. They decided the rewards of owning a business were not worth the hassles of learning about the permits and the certifications and the licenses. Well, I can tell you this, rules are always changing. Most of the time, they're getting tighter and harder rather than easier. 50 years ago, you could park wherever you wanted. Nobody cared because there just weren't that many food trucks. 30 years ago, a HACCP plan was just a bunch of letters. Health inspectors bring updates to the rules with them almost every single time they come inspect your business. The rules are updated in a major way every four years, and then in a minor way every two years in between. The rules are always changing. Just get used to it. It's part of the business that we're in. Just get used to it. You've got to educate yourself and understand things are changing and will continue to change in the future. 23% of the vendors that were leaving the business told me they didn't use social media or really any kind of marketing outside of just showing up, putting up a couple of flags, turning on some lights, and then hoping people would notice them. And then a number of those people actually told me that social media was a part-time activity and it really just didn't bring people in anyway. Part of what I teach is creating a community through your social media. People need to know who you are as a small business and who you are as an owner of the small business before they'll ever become a raving fan. The easiest way to show people who you are as an owner and as a business is to be on social media. It's easy. If you're not spending a minimum of 30 minutes a day on social media promoting your business, answering comments, liking reviews, and talking about those reviews, and thanking people for giving you a review, or just engaging or sharing in posts that are about your town or your area, then you're just not trying. Focus on social media and learn about ad placement on Facebook at the very least. 19% of vendors told me that they had too many complaints about slow service, and they got frustrated because they couldn't get any faster. I have heard stories of hour-long waits, refunding way too much money because they were too slow to get the food out in the first place. They lost tickets. They wrong food got to the wrong person. They didn't understand organizing their service flow. Now, service is one of the key pillars of our business. As much time as we spend on building the recipes, we should spend at least that much time on the process and procedures that lead to us being able to hustle in our service. The planning stages are so important when it comes to workflow and getting the food into the hands of the guests because that's our job. They order food, we cook it, we give it to them. That's the workflow. Slow service is never from being too busy. Slow service comes from poor planning and poor execution on the part of the team and the owner. And I know that's a hard pill to swallow, but that's the facts. 
17% of vendors said they had too large of a menu to be able to control waste. What is worse is most of them that I talked to had 15 or more items on their menu. And a lot of those items had zero relationship to each other and very little ingredient overlap. The next problem was consistency of the menu. Many folks never had the same menu from one outing to the next. This kind of rotating menu takes time for your guests to learn to trust your cooking ability and your flavors. Creativity in cooking a different daily menu is really kind of like mom's cooking at home. You just never know what you're going to get. Sometimes it's really good. Sometimes it's not. Food service should not be a gamble for the guests. And of course, controlling food costs becomes near impossible when you don't have a plan for your menu. If you're a chef and a well-known chef with a following to your cooking ability, rotating a menu is a decent gamble. But if you don't have your own following based on your cooking ability, I would not rotate the menu. It sounds cool. It sounds different. But do you really have enough money? Are your pockets really deep enough to be able to handle how slow you're going to be until people understand you're really good? And if your pockets are that deep, why are you getting into a food truck in the first place? 15% of failing vendors told me the amount of profit that they made was not equal to the effort they felt like they were putting in. Often they had to put in personal money just to keep the business afloat. After a little bit of conversation, most of them actually would admit that they had no routine, they had no marketing plan, they just kind of winged it, did whatever they want. They had irregular hours, they closed, you know, 1 o'clock some days, 3 o'clock another day. They closed whenever they ran out of food. They get mad because they didn't run out of food. They really were just part-timing the business. And the food truck business was just them really just crossing their fingers and then hoping that somebody would come give them some big, easy catering event. The problem with big events or catering is not going to help somebody. Because you know what happens? And I see this so many times when somebody is struggling to handle an hour-to-an-hour basis handling you know, 20 or 30 guests and they have an opportunity for a catering of 500 or 1,000 people. How do you get good to handle a 500-person event, a 500-person catering, if you only handle 20 or 30 people an hour? In influx of large numbers of hungry guests, they're just going to be disappointed. The people that are not making the kind of money they expect are also not putting in the effort to handle the service, to handle the marketing. Making money on a food truck takes effort. It takes daily consistent effort. Recognize what you are is a small business and you have to fight every day to bring people to your small business. Why do you think McDonald's, which is a billion dollar corporation, runs ads all day long on TV? They run ads on radio. They have print ads or on the internet. Why do you think they do that? Do you really think there's people in the U.S. that have never heard of McDonald's? They run ads to stay top of mind when people go, hey, I'm hungry. And if the most recent thing they heard was a McDonald's ad, they might head over to McDonald's. So effort on your food truck takes marketing. You can't just show up and hope. You have to put the work in. You've got to do the same thing as McDonald's to remind people that you exist, to remind people that your food is awesome, and to remind people that you have the best service in town. And when you fall short on those, you're going to be one of the sad statistics that I just shared with you guys. And I don't want to hear those stories. I want you guys to be successful, but you got to understand it takes work. And that's what we're here to do on the Facebook group. That's what I do in my coaching. I want you guys to be successful, but you guys have to put in the work. I can show you the path, but you got to walk it. Thank you guys so much for listening to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. If you're finding all the information useful to your food truck business, please become a supporter of the podcast. 
Just hit the support button or follow the link in the description. Every little bit does help keep us going. Join our Facebook group. It's called Food Truck Training. We have a whole bunch of awesome members at all different levels, from brand new beginners to decades old veterans. They all have your back when it comes to helping you with your food truck. And again, thank you for listening. Come back tomorrow because you know i got plenty more to say when it comes to helping you and your food truck business grow.